Hey, what's up, guys? Zane with Everything Vibe here. Um, I'm here with Ronnie right now. What's going on, Ronnie? Not too much. What's up? Not too much. Well, we made it to episode two. Uh, today's episode is going to be a fun one because uh, we're just going to talk about some games we've been playing. Uh, and so, yeah, I don't know. Ronnie, you want to start us off? Uh, sure. Uh, so it looks like the first game we wanted to talk about was Raw Data. And Raw Data was a game that I personally was excited about before it had even you know, been officially launched on Steam. I noticed a lot of different YouTubers and other, uh, other people playing Vive uh, were getting into you know, the kind of the, I, get, I don't know if it was an alpha or a beta or what, but they were getting early access to the game before it was widely available on Steam. And you could just tell that this was going to be a game that you know, was more polished than a lot of the other games that were out on Steam at the time that really had some cool uh, gameplay mechanics. You were finally going to be able to um, you know, step out of just your one area and be able to move around environments mm-hmm. um, when engaging in combat. And I can tell you, uh, as soon as I loaded it up, I was not disappointed. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean... I played this, I think actually the first time I ever touched the Vive, or I just had my first experience with the Vive, uh, I played this at your place, and yep. I, I mean, again, mind blown. It's uh, definitely a showcase piece. I mean, if you're talking <laughs> about something that, you know, from the very beginning you load it up and uh, you see your hands in the game more so than, you know, they've modeled hands that react to the way you move. When you move the controllers, the wrist kind of rotates, similar to how you would be rotating your wrists. And you know you you pick up the gun in one hand, and you can you know grab the the clip with the other from your waist, and you know mm-hmm. had, it was one of the first games that had uh, really good reloading mechanics and that kind of thing. Yeah. And so right away, like you you can tell that this is going to be something special. The graphics are are more advanced than most. You do need a, a pretty strong system to run the game, I mm-hmm. would say. Um, but you know once you're in it. The atmosphere of, of 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 playing is is pretty crazy. So yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, I, just a quick note about that one as well. Um, it uh, it recently crossed, I think, a million dollars in sales. It's the first game to do so for the Vive. Yeah, I think uh, we were talking about that earlier. Actually, yeah. that's pretty amazing. Considering, I mean, they're you know we're still in the early stages of VR. Mm-hmm. There aren't a ton of of kits out there, and to think that someone's already you know a developer's already been able to make. A game that can push you know that many units to make you know over a million dollars that's that's pretty incredible and that's really exciting yeah no exactly so I, I mean I just remember seeing that as a quick news brief but uh, definitely definitely one of the coolest games and I think one of the top rated games right now okay well I, I know Zane actually you had recently purchased a game that you wanted to talk about I haven't gotten a chance to play it yet but it if you wanted to talk about that <clears throat> yeah so this sure, sure this is another uh, first-person shooter um, onward and uh, it's it seems like it's still a early access title. Uh, it's about twenty five bucks as of this recording, and it's uh, it's multiplayer, which is really cool. It's uh, it's military based, so it's a four on four multiplayer shooter. So uh, that was the first one. I'm sure there have been others, but this is the first one that I've really experienced. And the some glitches. Got to be honest. There's some glitches in there. Sometimes I found myself underneath the tunnel, or underneath the road, and hmm. had to restart the game. But uh, on on the whole, I mean, just the mechanics. Like you were talking about the reloading mechanics. I mean, this this takes what you know. I think raw data may have started and brings it to another level because there's 
all different types of web, sorry, all different types of weapons, and you can uh, interact with these weapons on very uh, intimate levels, and you know just the reloading mechanics and how you use them. Uh, In general, that's something I think VR does so well compared yep. to other is you really get a sense of feel. You can mm-hmm. you you know you feel the weapon or you feel you know whatever the game mechanic is. You get a, a kind of a more physical sense of of what the motion is like. Absolutely, and I think that's one of the things that's satisfying about those reloading mechanics is mm-hmm. is you know when everything's clicking right and you're in the moment <laughs> and you're kind of you know you feel like it's almost like a skill that you've developed. Exactly, it makes you yeah. feel it makes you feel special. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean you. you yeah, exact, exactly what you're talking about. And so I know you're only pressing triggers, but ultimately, like, the movements that you're doing <laughs> feel very natural uh, in terms of, or they become almost like second nature in terms of, you know, reloading, reloading a gun or u- utilizing some of the other tools that they give you. And so... Yeah, uh, you feel like a Marine or something that's been yeah. trained to... <laughs> exactly. And so that, that one's been a fun one. I mean, it's, it's awesome to have a pretty solid multiplayer format. I think the entire game is actually multiplayer. Uh, and so just, well, one, obviously being able to connect with other people through through online gaming, through the vibe and through virtual reality is, is pretty cool. But, uh, you know, just in general, the gameplay is pretty fluid. Uh, I will say one thing, though, just because uh, this does not use teleportation to move. Um, it uses the thumb trackpad, which hmm. took a little while for me to get used to because I think... What the Vive had going for it was being able to walk around in areas without having that nausea of moving, you know, you moving without your body physically moving. Sure. And so... uh, Do you think there's any benefits to... I mean, why do you think... I haven't gotten a chance to play the game yet. mm -hmm. Why do you think they they chose to use a trackball method or something rather than the teleportation well i think they wanted to make it as realistic as possible and and in comparing it to other games if you were to view other players sometimes you don't see their whole entire body you'll just see uh, a face helmet or and and you know hands or guns or something like that here you see a soldier and and, uh, when you actually duck down or or squat like it it shows the the entire soldier doing that Uh, Hmm. and so I don't know if that's the motion tracker, <clears throat> excuse me, the motion tracker is capturing that, mm-hmm. or if it uh, the game is just designed to do that whenever you know sure. your body moves in a certain way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's definitely, uh, in my opinion, is done so to make it seem as if it is much more uh, of a realistic type of movement. And so okay. it took me a little while to get used to it. For some, you know, when I, when I start moving, I almost kind of like march in place just because it <laughs> makes me, you know, like the, the physiology of it makes it yeah. feel just a little bit more natural. Oh, I'm going to um, have to try that actually. Now I'm kind of, before I, yeah, I was, I was interested. Now I'm very interested just because I want to see, I want to see what it's doing with that type of motion and, and mm-hmm. how it compares to a lot of the other stuff that's on the Vive right now. Definitely. Well, I mean, you can uh, give it a try once we're done here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I look forward to that. But but yeah, we, we had a couple other games, I think. Yeah, so and I had just gotten a chance to play this briefly, but when you were talking in Onward about you know the multiplayer capacity and all that kind of stuff, actually a game that I'm really excited to talk about is Rec Room. Yes. And I, yes, indeed. I barely got to play this more than, I don't know, probably 15 minutes or so, and already this is one of the more exciting games um, that I've seen on the Vive so far, and one that I I like. I'm really really excited to go back home and play more on my own Vive. And you know, the, the idea of Rec Room is basically you're almost at a YMCA with a bunch of you know friends and acquaintances, people you don't know, whatever. Um, but you're in a in all a, real people though. Yeah, you're in a <laughs> large you're in a large space with other 
players just interacting like like you know humans would in real life. And so this is an online multiplayer game, and you start out in a dorm room, and you get to you know very basically kind of set up almost like you know a me type uh, avatar, which is some very simple you know. Uh, skin color, hair color, that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. um, and you know you you have a very cartoony appearance, almost like Rayman or something, where you know you don't you don't have arms and legs, you just have you know little <laughs> hands and, and you're. It, it but, reminds me of the Nintendo Wii, and yeah, like those exactly. Characters running it, around. It does, and so so once you've created your avatar, then you go out into the main room, and all of a sudden you see all these avatars kind of running around. And they're interacting in ways that are actually really fun. And people, people in it seemed really, they understood what it was that was cool about interacting with other people in a virtual space. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, as soon as I walked into that main lobby area, I saw some other players around and I saw basketball on the floor. I went and picked up the basketball and tossed it over to one of the other avatars that were there. And, you know, you can talk to each other using the microphones. And right away he, you know, he caught it, and I said, "Hey, wow, this is you know really cool. Uh, you want to play catch?" We started playing catch. <laughs> Two or three other people came by. Um, you know, I because this is my first experience. I think I started taking the lead. I said, "Hey, if we all stand in a circle, we can all just like pass the ball back and forth to each <laughs> other." And what do you know? Like everybody's got into a circle. And we started, you know, passing the ball from person to person. Mm-hmm. And the last guy at the end, I didn't realize there was a basketball hoop. He kind of just shot the ball up and, and scored a basket. And it was just so fun. It was it was really, and you could tell everybody was just having fun together because they thought it was so crazy that we were legitimately interacting with each other in this way. And this is all before I got into any game. Yep, yep. This is just, just the a lobby. lobby. And this was not really like a in a stat like this wasn't a, a game or anything that they that the developers had had designed or anything like that. This was just simply us interacting with each other using the objects that were in this space. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, I, I was really impressed by that and I think in general when VR experiences will get to that point where they just let people figure out what they want to do oh, they're totally uh, with each other. Yep. Yeah, I, I, these are the kind of things that I think are the most exciting aspects of VR. So anyways, I, yeah, it, it's free right now. I don't know if they're going to add any kind of downloadable you know, DLC or add-on games in the future, but right now it's 100% free. So I think if, if you have a Vive and, uh, and you have access to, yeah, obviously you'd have access to Steam, um, <laughs> if, yeah, you should go check it out. If, it's, it's definitely worth worth playing so and I, I like I said we'll probably get into more later um, about the different mini games and all of that stuff um, I didn't even get to talk about that but uh, rest assured that there's a lot more than what I just spoke about you know hidden in that game so. one word multiplayer paintball <laughs> was, we just talked about a military game going for and for but this like paintball is just it's just so much more fun I think in my opinion it's really cool um, but yeah it's de- definitely up there and I'm, I'm excited to actually play it more and just kind of explore explore it further sure so so i mean we talked about a couple of games that have strong multiplayer elements Mm -hmm. um but i mean me personally as a as a pc gamer from before playing vr i'm i've always loved single player experiences yeah and i know i haven't gotten a chance to play this one but i know you wanted to talk about uh call of the star seed yeah which my understanding is it's a it's one of the best single player experiences that can be had on the vive right now 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, I haven't obviously played every game out there. I've tried to do my research in terms of you know seeing what the gameplay experiences are like, but um, the ep- it's called Episode One: Call of the Star Seed. Really weird name. Not sure what it means, and uh, <laughs> I'm sure. Well, I mean, yeah, just not sure what it means. But it looks like they they're planning to have more, which is actually really exciting because, uh, like Ronnie was saying, it's all a one player experience. Uh, I think the basic premise of the game is. Uh, you go to this island and you have to find your sister and she leaves a bunch of clues for you. It's it's uh, suspenseful without being scary. Uh, I mean, there are definitely times I'm going through a tunnel with only a flashlight and, you know, feel the hairs rising on the back of my neck because I'm not sure what's going to pop out. But um, overall, just I love the story element to it. Uh, and I think that may be what's missing in a lot of the Vive games right now. Uh, I think we're just at a level, or the you know virtual reality is just at a level where it's a lot of mini games. People are really exploring what capabilities they can have or you know reach uh, at this point with the technology. Mm-hmm. But the game overall, and and the reason that uh, we're, I'm bringing it up is because again, at the time of this recording, it is it comes as one of the the release games with the Vive. Um, and I, I got I got the Vive what just maybe a month ago or so, and I know you got yours a while yeah, back. I- I, I had one of the launch uh, five packages, and yeah, it didn't come with Call of, Star- of Starseed. It came with a, a different package, but I do have Call of Starseed. I haven't gotten a chance to play it too much yet. Oh, you really I've, should. Yeah, I've heard great things about it. So, so yeah, I mean, just I, a mini review, like, like I was saying earlier. It's just you can interact with the entire environment. There's a whole, you know, levels that you can go through um, and places to explore and. Just, I, I really love what they've done with it, and it's to me so far uh, one of the best experiences in terms of just more of a long term, lo- long format game. Uh, I think it took me about five or six hours to complete. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the thing is, that it, it probably could have taken more because I, I really could have discovered, you know, many of the other or explored many of the other areas. And I think uh, it's Steam has like those achievements you can unlock for for games and i think i only got maybe 40 percent of them even though finishing the game so there's other things that you could be doing within the game and uh i think that's really exciting because when i go to play round two i'll be checking out you know uh different areas and really trying to take a further dive into it but uh definitely one of the coolest experiences and i you know recommend it for anyone i mean if you're buying a vibe now you're gonna get it so I highly recommend playing it, but if you if you got the vibe before and you're looking for a one-player game, it's uh, this is this is one you should really be looking at. Okay. Well, speaking of uh, games that came with the Vive, um, whether you purchased your Vive uh, at launch or you are just jumping into it now, one set of games that you'll definitely get with your purchase is going to be the Lab, which is a set of of mini games that were developed by Valve. Who was you know, the, who's you know run Steam and was you know the one that kind of, of the- yeah they were behind the technology that um, that powers the Vive and they were the ones that more or less you know went to HTC with uh, with the whole initiative. So mm-hmm. um, I think the lab is incredible, and I've always been a huge fan of Valve, even before Steam. You know, Half Life One was an amazing game. And uh, Counter Strike, and then Half Life Two came out, and it really showed. And you know, everyone knows the uh, the huge success that they've had with the Steam platform in general and online downloadable content. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Lab is really. I mean, we've seen games like Portal and Portal Two and Team Fortress, all those kind of games that have came out since. Um, but the Lab is really uh, kind of a tour de force of of what Valve is going to be able to do 
once they get a chance to really put out a full game in VR. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I, I've had so many great experiences with you know the few mini games that are there. With, yeah. If 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 you want to talk Zane about uh, about what your favorite games from the lab are. Sure, sure. Well, I mean, there's obviously one favorite which I think everybody loves, uh, and that's Longbow. And so. Uh, I, I don't know if Ronnie mentioned it, but I mean, it, it's the lab is really just uh, a collection of mini games, and so it really introduces you to the different capabilities of VR. And I think Valve, obviously being you know the creators behind this, uh, knew exactly where their strengths were and definitely played to them uh, in this game. And so, one, I mean, you were saying my favorite, it's got to be Longbow. It's mm-hmm. it's an archery game, and I know there's several that have come out since, mm-hmm. uh, but right now it's. It, to me, as for the ones that I've played at least, uh, it's the most fluid and it just, it it feels, I don't want to say so real because I think that's a little cliche, but it, it definitely gets you in there. I work up a sweat and, you know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, you take the headset off and you're like, whoa, where was I? Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, and I think one of the best things about the lab, um, when you talk about, you, you mentioned Zane, uh, you know, Valve knows kind of what the strengths are of VR and they were able to really capitalize that on that in those small demos in the lab. Well, Longbow is a great example of where you take someone like Valve who has a track record of producing AAA games with, you know, a, an extreme level of polish mm-hmm. and they're able to take that polish and apply it to VR in a way that makes everything feel so solid and so like you said real, but I think I think the the realness that you get in a game like like Longbow in the lab, is a product not only of the VR technology, but also the artistry behind behind understanding the feedback that a player needs in an environment like that. Like when, when you're pulling the bowstring in, the, in, in Longbow in the lab, you, the haptic feedback from the controllers makes it feel like that, that string is being pulled. Yep. And it does it in a way that's really... It's, it's subtle, but it's really, you know, it leaves a lasting impression as well. And they know they don't need to push too far on, on things like having realistic characters because they can get those types of things across with, with cartoony characters, mm-hmm. but then focus on, on, on the fun and... The real personal experience yeah, that you the have. Little, the little things, when you, when you shoot something, it reacts to you. Everything, it reminds me of Half-Life 2 in that respect. Gotcha. Um, Nothing like Half-Life 2, I think. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But, but it reminds me of that in terms of Valve understands that to make a good game, you need a lot of interactivity and a lot of signs of interactivity. And I think all of the demos within the lab, I know we only really got to talk about mm-hmm. Longbow, but they all have that sense of if I touch this or if I interact with this thing, it's going to interact back in a way that's believable. Yep. And, and that's why I... Anytime I'm going to show someone the Vive, um, I'm no doubt going to bring out something in the lab. So. Yes, same here. Everyone that I've showed, like la- the lab is one of the first places I take them just because I know they're going to have fun. And yeah. it's going to be one of those like, whoa, did not realize this technology was here. <laughs> um, so I-, I think those are the five games that we were looking to cover today. Um, I mean, we're obviously playing as much as we can and we're going to try and cover a couple more. I- 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 two bonus ones, which aren't games, but I think they deserve a, a mention. Uh, the blue, which actually is the first thing I think you showed me when I put on the Vive headset. Now that's that's one of the first things that I show to people whenever you know they come over to yeah. t- test it out. And the blue is just like a ten dollar uh, game uh, made by a company. I, I believe I'm pronouncing it right. Right, it's Weaver. It's W E V R. Uh, yeah, Weaver or Weaver. 
I'm not really sure how they say it, but uh, it was one of the first things that I had tried when I pulled out, when I got uh, my Vive all set up. And while it doesn't have a ton of interactivity, it does support room scale, so you can move around. And really the sense of scale and the creation of an environment is what's so strong and impactful on the Blue. I, I really recommend anyone that you know wants to show this to to parents or other family members yeah. or just ease someone into the vr experience uh yeah. download the blue because you won't be disappointed yeah i, I mean like i said it, it's not a game it, but it's it's one of those where it really immerses you fully into the experience um uh, and i think the other quick mention was tilt brush which is just a lot of fun if you actually if you are a visual artist in any way shape or form Get involved with Tilt Brush now. I don't know how or when this technology is going to catch up that, you know, a lot of these 3D, because it, it is three-dimensional art at this point, but whenever whenever the technology gets there, I mean, artists who have mastered this type of platform in a virtual space uh, where, you know, I, I don't know, but it just, if, you, if you're starting now, I just feel like you can be one of the godfathers of this <laughs> of whatever wherever like this new visual arts medium goes yeah now one of the cool things i think of tilt brush and it's you know created by google it's basically a 3d paint program but as soon as you try it it's one of those things that you can't really convey to someone unless they actually you know see it for themselves um, being able to create in 3d space uh, kind of blows your mind because there's really you understand space a lot differently when you're in vr and I think it allows for, it will allow for people to be more creative than ever before when creating things in 3D. So I think, I think not only creating just art pieces, but also developing games, uh, you know, de decorating a room, um, all that kind of stuff. Being able to be in the space while you're creating that, that, that content, I think opens up huge, huge, huge possibilities. Yeah, so, but anyways, um, but yeah, yeah so, Tilt but, Brush is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> visually stunning. Uh, there's really nothing else that you could say about that. Um, but yeah, so those are ma the main games. I think a couple that uh, I'll just throw in passing that I think uh, we were talking about earlier that we're going to try and dive into our Solace Project, uh, Cosmic Trip, and I just downloaded Containment Initiative, which I think you tried a little bit of. It's another yeah. another zombie shooter. I don't know how many of those they're going to make, but... They're always fun to do, and uh, it looks like it has some different elements into it. Yeah, it looked really, it, it kind of felt like an old school arcade game in some ways, and then in other ways, you know, kind of a, a, a new take on some of the the wave-based zombie titles that have been out for the system. So yep, yep. I, I only got to play it for a few minutes so far, but I what I played, I, I liked. So. Yeah, so, yeah, we'll explore a couple, a couple of the games. If you guys have any feedback, just let us know, or if there's any games you want us to test out and, you know, give some feedback on, uh, definitely let us know. And so I think that's I think that's where we're at for episode two. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you soon. Or talk again soon. <laughs>